Welcome to this week's Energy Show. Now, this week, we're going to talk about one of the first questions that solar customers ask is, what solar panels should I buy? Now, unless you're brainwashed by branding, many customers have no clue about the solar panels they should put on their roof. And today I'm going to give you my candid advice based on 20 years of experience installing solar panels and supporting rooftop solar customers. So there's no BS in this. I'm going to give you the straight scoop. Now, here's how I answer the question of what solar panels should I buy. The most important criteria for me are the most reliable solar panels, the most cost-effective solar panels, panels that have high efficiency, panels that look good, and last but most important, what does your trusted installer recommend? Now, we're going to review the top solar panel list from a couple of different sources. One source is from a solar lead generation company, and it's a little bit biased. And the other list we're going to review is from Paula Mintz, who's the head of PV Market Research. She's been doing this for, well, just let's just say many years. And she's got a lot of experience long term as, as far as how this industry evolves. Now, the first thing you have to remember as far as the output, the rating of solar panels, all solar panels generate the same amount of electricity, kilowatt hours, on a per watt basis of the rating of the solar panel. So a solar panel with 400 watts from one company is going to generate the same amount of energy over the life of the system as a solar panel from another company. There's almost no differences. And obviously, your appliances can't tell the difference if you've got energy from a super high-efficient, expensive, branded solar panel compared to a no-name solar panel that might have cost you half as much. But there are clear-cut differences in efficiency, cost, aesthetics, installation costs, and availability. Now, there are other distinctions that are very subjective. Things like the value of the brand. Things like the quality of the solar panel. The durability of the solar panel. The long-term energy output. A lot of these subjective criteria are not based on comparison data or objective studies. They're mostly manufacturer claims and marketing hype. There's not a solar panel company on the planet that doesn't say they have really high quality manufacturing. And boy, I've been to some that that really are like, (laughs) you're doing the assembly of a lunar orbiter or a satellite. And then there's some that look like they're being installed in a shack in the back of an old house. So huge differences in reality, but everybody says they have high quality. Okay. So let's start looking through some of these criteria first. Most important thing to many people is price. Panels are priced on a per watt basis. It's basically a commodity. As I said, all panels put out the same amount of energy per rated watt of power, regardless of the manufacturer and other claims. And so if you do the math, 24 low efficiency panels, 300 watt panels, actually you can't even get 300 watt panels anymore. But 24 of those panels would put out the same amount of power, 7,200 watts, as 18 of the newest 400 watt panels. So if you have the roof space, you might as well go with something that's more cost effective. You know, by the way, the output of solar panels continues to go up a little bit because of improvements of efficiency, but we've kind of hit a threshold there, but mostly because they're just making the solar panels bigger. So basic rule of thumb with solar panels, the higher the efficiency, in other words, the higher amount of power you get from the panels, the more watts you get for the panels per area of the panel, the higher the price. It's just because those panels cost more money to make. The way we measure efficiency in the industry is efficiency is the power output of the panel divided by the area of the panel. So that's why I say don't be fooled by higher output panels. A lot of companies are coming out with higher output panels simply by making the panels 10% bigger. 
So they're the same efficiency as the smaller ones. They're just bigger. And usually bigger is better. But when you're putting solar panels on a roof, actually bigger is not better because you can't kind of squeeze as many in. And also they're harder to install on the roof. And so I'll give you some examples here. Longi has a 355-watt panel. It's $193. At least that's what it was at the end of last year. Prices have all gone up. And these panels have 120 half-cut cells. So they're kind of like 60-cell panels. And this Longi 355-watt panel has a rated efficiency of 19.5%. Now, you know, 19%, 20% efficiency, that's fantastic because 20 years ago when I started, the high-efficiency panels were around 14%. So these Longi panels, really good deal. They're fairly efficient. And I looked at the area of these panels. It's 19.6 square feet, so it's 20 square feet. Now, another company, REC, you may not have heard of REC, but they make really good high-quality solar panels. There are 370-watt panels cost, you know, these are last year's prices. You're not going to get these anymore. $265. And similar design, 120 half-cut cells. So it's kind of like the 60-cell standard, but they used half-cut cells, twice as many. 21.2%. So a bunch more efficiency. And it's interesting that these panels are actually smaller, higher efficient and smaller. They're 18.8 square feet. So they're more money, though, as you can see. But it's a great option. I'd say that, you know, I kind of lean towards REC right now as a sweet spot of performance versus price. And, and everything we're talking about here, these are all black panels. There's black frame. They're black back sheets. So they're going to just blend into your roof. Now, putting the icing on the cake, the best panel that we've been installing <laughs> until very recently was the LG 425-watt panel. Now, you know, hold on to your seats. This panel was $437. And it's actually... High efficiency, 21.4%, just about as high as anything on the market can be. But instead of using a 60-cell design, it uses 66 cells. So it's about six and a quarter inches longer. It doesn't sound like much, but it's more area. So looking at the area of that panel, 21.4 square feet. But very popular panel, very expensive. People want the biggest and the best. But there's a bummer here. It's no longer available. Unfortunately, LG, for reasons that I can't quite fathom, decided to get out of the solar panel manufacturing business in the U.S. So they're no longer doing that. And they were our most popular brand for many, many, many years. And we'll talk about alternatives in a minute. So the implication, here, when you're shopping for solar panels, if you have the roof space, lower efficiency, less expensive panels are almost always a better deal than high-efficiency, expensive panels. It's kind of like buying a car with a bigger engine. If you really need to go fast, spend the money to get a bigger engine. But if you just need to get from place to place, you're not in a big hurry, smaller engine's okay. Okay, so that's just kind of the general background, talking about efficiency, price, performance, availability. Now let's look at some of these top 10 lists. And it's kind of handy to kind of see what the market is saying about panels. Now, the first list I'm going to talk about is from Energy Sage. They generate leads for solar installers, a really good company. And they also do consumer research. But their data mostly comes from the customers. And it's more of a popularity contest than objective data. It's not based on anything scientifically collected. And their list from 1 to 10, top panel, SunPower, number 2, LG, then REC, right behind REC is Panasonic, then QCells, then Silfab, Axitec, Canadian Solar, Jinko, and Trina. So that's their list. And I can just kind of skip through this very quickly and talk about some comments on these manufacturers. SunPower's at the top of the list. 
They make great panels, high efficiency. They were a pioneer in the industry going way back and starting making solar cells for satellites and then transitioned to high efficiency solar panels for rooftops. I was one of their very, very first customers. And their original business model was to make their own super good, high efficiency, great looking solar panels. They do some of their own installations and they have a large dealer network. So they were selling through dealers. I was like, you know, one of the very first dealers. But over the past few years, they've changed their business model. They've now outsourced their manufacturing to another company called Maxion. It's based in Singapore. And the major Maxion shareholders are Total Energies, which is also a shareholder in SunPower. And then, I'm not pronouncing this right, Zhongwan Semiconductor was a Chinese chip company. So the solar panels are no longer completely controlled and made by SunPower. They've sold that business. Why? Because the solar panels are kind of a commodity and it was hard to compete, even with high efficiency with other companies around the world that were making really high efficiency products. So you kind of take a step back. SunPower, I'd say one of the very best brands in the solar industry, but they no longer make their own panels. So they have a little bit of a disadvantage there, although they might be more profitable. They don't make their own inverters. They're actually putting N-phase microinverters on the back of their solar panels. And you know, people who know me know that I'm a big supporter of AC solar panels. Enphase makes pretty good products. They mostly have dealers to do their installation. So SunPower actually doesn't have a lot of trucks doing it, although they do it a little bit. And they have a really good warranty on the surface. But you know, as somebody that's been in the industry a long time, they've welched on the warranty on their older solar customers. So they have a lot of mad people that bought solar panels from SunPower many years ago because the warranty doesn't really apply like you'd expect. So that's SunPower. LG, until like very recently, the best known solar power brand because of their consumer reputation. You get the LG TV, I've got an LG dishwasher and dryer, you can get LG appliances in your home. But recently they decided to completely exit the solar panel manufacturing business. Oh, okay, no, gee, it's kind of interesting. It's kind of the same thing SunPower did. It's a commodity business. It's hard to squeeze out the money on that. So the top two companies on this list, SunPower and LG, just got out of the business. Big surprise about LG because they had such a great product. They had the best warranty. They had among the highest efficiency. I never, ever had a bad solar panel from LG. They're using high-efficiency cells from South Korea, and they actually have a manufacturing facility in Alabama, Huntsville, Alabama. Solar panels from LG were made in the USA. It's great. But they're shutting that factory down. I think it's going to be sold to another company. I'm absolutely sure they'll honor their warranty just because they got a solid consumer brand. But you know, we're going to miss those panels because they were the, among the most popular panels that I've ever sold. Okay. So number three on the list, now we're getting into the meat of the list, which is something that actually is good, I'd recommend. REC, I don't even know what REC stands for, but REC is probably the best solar panel manufacturer that you've never heard of. They're owned by Reliance Industries, which is an Indian company. And this was a fairly recent transaction. REC was founded in the Netherlands, but just as far as scaling up to being a global manufacturer, meeting demands for residential, commercial, utility skill over the world, they sold to a much bigger company. They make really high efficiency panels. I believe the panels are made in Singapore. They have a really good warranty. Performance is really, really good. And the price is actually pretty attractive. So if you're looking for something that's going to kind of give you the best price performance, with what I would consider right now an unbranded name, doesn't have a brand like LG or Panasonic or SunPower, REC is a great option. All right, number four on the list, Panasonic. Now that LG is gone, Panasonic is the best overall consumer brand that sells solar panels. They have an excellent warranty, including providing a reimbursement for installer labor. So if you look at the fine print on most solar panel warranties, it says, we will send you a new solar panel 
but you have to install it yourself or the installer like us would have to install it yourself. So if there's a defective solar panel on your roof and it's from a company that doesn't provide a labor reimbursement, either we eat that labor reimbursement, which we've occasionally done, but then I never work with that company again, or the manufacturer pays for it. And the best companies like LG, Panasonic, Kyocera, Sharp, not a long list, but the best companies would actually, without a doubt, without a blinking an eye, say, installer, we're going to cover your labor costs to take those old panels off and put old defective panels off and put new ones on. Now, the reason why they can do that is it almost never, with these big companies like LG and Panasonic, never have had a problem. But there are companies that skimped on quality and some of the ones that I'm not going to mention specifically by name, that they had a lot of problems. And they basically, they said, yeah, we'll give you a free solar panel and you have to pay for shipping and you have to ship the broken ones back, but we'll give you a free panel and you have to put it in. It's like, oh, cost me like $500 to kind of send out a truck, go up to the roof, take down a panel, send it to you, and then it's going to cost me another $500 to roll the truck and send a crew out and replace it. So those are a problem. So labor reimbursement warranty is really, really important. So the Panasonic panels, I'd say they have similar characteristics to REC. They're slightly more expensive, but I think they have the best warranty and they have the best brand name in the business. So a lot of people who are looking at LG and who right now are saying Panasonic's are a great option and we're selling a lot of Panasonic's. Okay, next on the list, Q-Cells. Probably never heard of them. Their heritage is they used to make solar cells. They were bought by a company called Hanwha, which is a South Korean company. Hanwha also bought a huge Chinese solar company called Solar Fun, which was one of the biggest solar companies a dozen years ago. They make good panels, good warranty. Pricing is pretty good. They're kind of in the middle of the list. Next one is a company called Silfab. They're manufactured in North America, Canada, I believe. Now, remember... Manufacturing in North America, America, Canada, etc., is generally more expensive than manufacturing overseas, mainly just because all the costs are higher, the labor rates are higher. And LG had the same problem. So you got to remember also that there are no solar cells being made in the U.S. A lot of the components, the junction boxes, the wire, the special extrusions, some of the little chips inside, they all come from Asia. So if you're assembling everything in the U.S., North America, Canada, you have higher labor costs, plus you've got to import everything. Whereas if it's assembled in Asia, where most of the components are coming from, costs are lower. So I've heard good things about Silfab, but I don't have any direct experience with the company. Next on the list, a company called Axatech. It's a German headquartered company. I'm not sure where the panels are made. I'm pretty sure they're no longer made in Germany because it's just way too expensive there. I don't have any experience, but you know, I'm hearing some decent things about them, but no real specific comments. Okay, now we're getting to the bottom of the energy Energy Sage list. But actually, these companies at the bottom are really more at the top of my preferred list. And I'm just going to go through the Energy Sage list. Canadian Solar, although their offices, headquarters are in Canada, the company's really headquartered in China. I'm friends with their executives. I've been to their headquarters outside of Shanghai many times. They're a longtime player, one of the very biggest worldwide manufacturers, and I've had really good experiences with them over the years. Jinko Solar, similar situation. I've been to their headquarters in China. They're a longtime player really big manufacturer, you know, good, good experiences. Trina Solar, same thing. I was at their headquarters like way back in like 20, 2006, I think, 2007. Really good company. We use a lot of Trina panels, longtime player, really good experiences with them. So it's kind of weird at the bottom of this Energy Sage list, you've got the companies that I think are going to really be the best long-term players and the ones at the very top, actually the top two are getting out of the manufacturing business. All right. So before I go to the next list, let's talk a little bit about quality. Every single company that makes solar panels says that they have the highest quality. 
every single company has a 25-year warranty. You have to have that 25-year warranty in order to get some of the incentives from states. So how do you decide? Well, let's look at another list. And this list is compiled by Paula Mintz, who's the head of PV Market Research. She really knows. She's been doing this for more years than I have on my hands and my toes. It's very objective. She's not trying to sell anything other than good advice. So here's the list from Paula Mintz at PV Market Research. And this list doesn't just include the solar panels, but it also focuses on the solar wafers, which are the slices of refined silicon that are cut into a rectangle. And then the solar cells, those are the wafers that are then processed through a semiconductor process with special coatings and wires and things like that. And then they're turned into solar panels by machines. It used to be ladies with little hats and soldering irons, but now robotic machines lay out 60 cells or 66 cells or 120 half cells on this rectangular matrix and, and automatically solder them, glue them, and put the glass on. So here's her list. Number one, Aiko. Two, Tongwei. Three, Longi. We talked about Longi. Four, Jinko Solar. Five, Zongli, which also is called Talisun. Number six, JE Solar. We talked about them. Seven, Canadian Solar. Eight, Runnergy, nine, Hanwha slash Q-Cells, and number 10, First Solar. First Solar is kind of an outlier here. Okay, all of these companies, except for Hanwha, which is headquartered in South Korea, and First Solar, all these companies are headquartered in China. No surprise, China really pulled out all the stops 15, 20 years ago to get big into the solar industry. Lots of subsidies, low labor rates, all the components are manufactured there, and they just have the lowest costs, and I'd say objectively, shouldn't be bizarre, but they have the highest quality. Where is my cell phone made? Made in China. Pretty high quality. Really high quality. So all these companies are headquartered in China, except for Hanwha and First Solar. First Solar is the only U.S. company. What First Solar does, they use a different technology. They take special glass and they deposit a thin film of cadmium telluride on the glass, and that actually generates the power. And that cadmium telluride coating actually captures the photons and turns those into electrons. So it's a very interesting way of doing it, different than everybody else. The downside is cadmium is a toxic metal, so nobody wants to put it on their residential roof. It's being used for utility scale. It's out in the desert somewhere. It's cost-effective, but I'm not a big fan because it's not recyclable, and it is a little bit dangerous. So all of these companies are huge. They're multinational companies. They're also what are called bankable. And bankable is a term used in the solar industry, which basically means that Financial companies that lend money for solar farms, lend money for solar installations, even on rooftops, consider them to be a really good risk, really reliable. They consider these companies not to kind of be uh, shot in the dark here, they're gone tomorrow. Good long-term investments. They're going to perform for 25 years. It usually means high quality and it usually means really good warranties. Now, keep in mind, it's not a list of exactly where these companies are manufacturing the products. The products are manufactured all over the world. You look at the websites for these big companies, and they got red spots all over the world where they have sales offices or manufacturing offices or component offices or doing installations. They're good, solid, bankable companies. Now, as I said, I'm not familiar with Aiko, Tongwei, Runnergy, a little bit familiar with Talison. Since these companies don't focus on residential solar panels, but other companies on the list, Longi, Jinko, JA, Canadian, Hanwha, they've been selling solar panels in the U.S. for 10 years or more. I'd also add Bovia to this list. It's a Chinese company that's got their manufacturing in Vietnam. 
also really, really good quality. They're probably 13 or 14 on this list. And at the manufacturing scale that these companies have, they sell mostly to utilities, but the ones that I just mentioned also do residential sales. So that's why it's of interest to people who are looking for solar panels on the roof. They have a good reputation. They have good track records of meeting their warranty obligations. Really important. They don't run away. And that's what I'd say as a consumer. you got to be concerned. If a company has a problem, they don't have a good balance sheet. They're not big enough to support tens of thousands of customers. You may have a problem. And we've seen that happen several times in the solar industry where companies that have problems, they just kind of disappear. Now, First Solar, as I mentioned, makes solar panels only for utilities. Their solar panels will not work on residential rooftops. So what are the differences among nine of these companies, I'm including First Solar, there's almost no differences. I've got friends at many of these companies. I've been to many of their facilities. All except for Hanwha are made in China. They're manufactured in other Southeast Asian countries. So Vietnam is a big source of solar panel manufacturing. Thailand, Malaysia, Singapore. You know, it's interesting about Vietnam because the labor costs in China have been going up. And so 10 years ago, a lot of the big Chinese manufacturers said, let's open up an office in nearby countries that will have slightly lower or lower labor costs. And, and Vietnam was the f- kind of the first one they thought of because it was right next to China. But it's spread around now a number of other Southeast Asian countries. And the manufacturing of solar panels is also being extended to you know, other places in North America, like Mexico, which is turning out to be a pretty big place. But you got to remember, since all the components, or almost all the components, come from Asia It's the manufacturing costs, even if the labor costs are the same, the total manufacturing costs will typically be higher outside of Asia. So all these solar panels, they have very similar designs. They have similar appearances. They have similar warranties, similar installation characteristics. They're all good companies. They all have strong U.S. offices. Pretty much my advice, you can buy among these companies, you can buy on price and making sure that your installer is comfortable with them. Now, we talked about the good ones, you know, two lists. There's the, the list from Energy Sage, a little bit more consumery, not as objective. The list from Paula Mintz, which is just talking about the biggest, most established companies. What are the worst solar companies? Well, the worst ones usually self-destruct after a few years. They have a really cool product. They raise some money. They make some panels. They make a lot of panels. And then they may decide for whatever reason to get out of the business because they're not making enough money or they're having too many problems. So they all try to make good, reliable products. But sometimes the technology doesn't work out or the companies don't work out. So there's been a lot of bankruptcies. I can think of a few companies that had just my experience, personal experience, like super high failure rates, LDK, BP Solar is terrible. Ceneva is probably the poster child for how not to do it. Some companies were really big, successful companies for many, many years, like Solar World's a German company. They had a factory in Washington State. Really, really good. But they just couldn't sell cost-effectively. They couldn't manufacture in the U.S. as inexpensively as Asian manufacturers, and they just kind of got out of the business. And some companies had new technologies like Unisolar, like Dow Chemical, like Solyndra that for a variety of reasons, just didn't pan out. And, you know, what I've seen happen is it's very painful for installers who really care about their customers to have installed a bad solar panel. Obviously, they thought it was going to be really good. It didn't turn out to be that way. And candidly, with a few customers, we had that experience with Ceneva. We had that experience with a company called AUO. And they're not responding to the warranties. And guess what? We have to pay for replacing those solar panels. And there's nobody to go back to and and collect on that warranty. All right, so my advice on what solar panels to buy. Don't go crazy trying to figure out the best solar panel. It doesn't really make a big difference. It's like the gas in your car. 
If you want the confidence of a strong brand and the value, in my view, of that brand is that <laughs> they're going to back their warranty, I suggest Panasonic. They care very much about their U.S. brand. Another really solid product, although it's not branded, but it's kind of on the high end and I trust them, is REC. Now, other big Asian companies are more cost-effective and just as good. So companies like Trina, Longi, Canadian Solar, Jinko, JA, usually they'll have a better price per watt so you can save some money, but you wouldn't have heard of them, but it's a good option. All right, so two bits of closing advice. First, the warranties are only as good as the company that backs them. I've seen new companies come out saying they have great technology, obviously super high quality. They're going to give you a 50-year warranty from these brand new manufacturers. I even saw one company that had a lifetime warranty. All those companies are gone. <laughs> I kind of have a rule of thumb. The longer the warranty, the less durable the company will be. The big companies with well-known brands are much more likely to back their warranty and they're going to be much more conservative about their warranties so they don't get into trouble. Second, most important, besides warranty, the most important, find an installer you trust based on references. And these references shouldn't be references from a brand new company that might you know, spike the Yelp or the Google reviews. These are references that go back years. So find a company with good references because in reality, it's the installer's direct labor and overhead that's the biggest cost factor for your system. And big installers have higher overhead. Costs are going to almost always be higher than smaller local installers. I would spend more money on a quality installation from an established local company than cheap no-name panels from a really big company. But you'd probably still be okay in that case as long as they do a quality installation. But keep in mind, you'll get better service and most likely a lower price for your system if you're working with a company that's been in business for a long time and understands the, the specific dynamics of issues related to solar installations, permitting, utility interconnections in your area. Okay, that's all the time I have on this week's Energy Show. Thanks to all of our listeners for tuning in. And if you missed any of today's show, you can always go to our website at cinnamon.energy and listen to the podcast.